You're listening to the Growth Experts Podcast. So if you're looking to 10X your business by learning proven growth strategies, you're in the right place. During my interviews with top CEOs, entrepreneurs, and marketers, I dig deep to uncover the real strategies, hacks, and tools to help you achieve your goals. And I'm your host, Dennis Brown. Hey, everybody. If you're interested in learning how to leverage LinkedIn for your business, this episode is sponsored by my book, The Seven Habits of Highly Successful LinkedIn Users. If you'd like to get a free copy, just send a text to 33444 with the word seven habits. That's the number seven habits to 33444. Let's get on with the show. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And today we have yet another amazing guest. Her name is Karen Brown. And no, we're not related, but we're going to have a great time on the interview. I'm excited that she's here. Karen has competed in one of the toughest races in the world and finished. Karen has combined her experience as an Ironman World Championship competitor with scientifically proven coaching techniques into a program to help leaders unlimit their beliefs and excel in the way they only dreamed of. In fact, that's the title of her book, Unlimiting Your Belief. Karen facilitates higher levels of success in in others through keynote speeches, presentations, and workshops for corporations, professional associations, and business groups. And I want to welcome her to the show. Welcome, Karen. Thanks, Dennis. It's great to be here. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. I'm excited because we are going to be talking about something that we've never talked about on Growth Experts. So stay tuned here, but we're going to talk about Karen's expertise in particular in and around how to tap into your unconscious mind to help grow your business. So that's what we're going to talk about today. But before we do that, why don't you, Karen, give us a quick background, give us a couple minutes background on you and what you got going on over at Velocity Leadership, and then we'll dive in. Sure. So what we've got going on at Velocity Leadership Consulting is that we work with leaders, whether you're leading yourself or you're leading a team or you're leading an entire organization, we work with leaders in the field of improving their leadership and professional performance. And specifically, we do that within the framework of the unconscious mind. So this is very different than any other executive leadership coaching companies or coaches that you've probably heard of. All of our results are tracked, things like revenue and EBITDA and net profit and professional performance, either individual, team, also talent metrics. And, you know, they're all key performance indicators. So we track everything. And it all comes from our clients' results. And that's one of the reasons for the name of the company, Velocity, because when you tap into the, the power of the unconscious mind, you can actually achieve greater results with more velocity and ease, and they are sustainable results. So here is a statistic to underscore that, to validate that. And I want everybody to write this down, unless you're driving. And if so, don't write it down. <laughs> Just remember it. <laughs> And that statistic is that only 0.008% of everything we think and do in a day is conscious. The balance is straight from your unconscious, which means we are unconsciously aware a lot of times of what we're doing, why we're doing it, or why we're not doing something. And that's exactly the reason for the work that we do. So you're, you said that was 0.008% was conscious. The rest of it is unconscious. Correct. Wow. Okay. 
So that's interesting. Very cool. Well, now it, it makes sense how sometimes I'll drive somewhere, I'll get there, and then I don't remember how I got there. <laughs> but in any event. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. we'll relate that back to business. So so tell us a little bit about your company. When did you start Velocity Leadership? Approximately what year did you did you launch it? Six years ago. So 2012. 2012. Great. Okay. And so can you give us a sense as to how big the company is today, whether it be number of employees or clients or revenue or however you want to frame it? to give the audience a little bit of a, a sense of scope of how big it is? Sure. So we're a midsize company and we are a national company. So headquartered in Denver, but we support and work with clients everywhere. We can also support clients internationally as well. Okay, great. All right. So as a consulting company, right, you are working with businesses and I'm sure they have a variety variety of different shapes and sizes. I mean, is it typically more small to medium-sized companies or is it is it more enterprise, larger companies, 500 plus? I mean, what's your sweet spot? Where do you spend most of your time? Small to middle market companies. Okay. So, so that can be that can be a solopreneur company. And our sweet spot is really $5 million and above gotcha. in annual revenue. So they've got an established business, they're operating but they're looking to grow, right? So they're still in that growth phase. So my question to you is, for Velocity Leadership Consulting, what's the number one strategy that you guys are using today to get new clients for your business? The number one strategy that we use is networking. So networking. Uh huh. It's talking to people. And that's vis-a-vis several different channels. You know, it could be a show like this. It could also be speaking engagements that I or my expert coaches engage in. It could also be being an expert panelist at a conference. And it can also be hanging out with a group of CEOs, pressing the flesh and being belly to belly with them. Basically, we just look for where our school of fish is going to be hanging out. So if you had to pick a channel and said, listen, this is the one I have to pot commit to. This is the one that I know is going to give us the biggest ROI. I know there's a lot of different ways you're engaging and having conversations with your target market. What would that one be? Would it be speaking? Would it be being a guest as a podcast? Would it, which one do you think it would be the biggest ROI for you? Actually, it's one that I haven't mentioned yet. It would be peer advisory groups. Okay. Can you talk to us a little bit about that for one minute and tell us how you do that? Yeah. So a peer advisory group is kind of like your pseudo board of directors. And it's usually a group of anywhere between eight professionals at or above your level to, I've seen them as big as 16 folks. And essentially what happens is there is a chair of the group that is a facilitator or a leader of the group that facilitates very productive, efficient discussions. And the idea is that you all come together once a month, usually at least, and you discuss you know, topical issues in your business and you get insight from these other leaders that are from other industries, other businesses. But like I said, they are either your level or higher, you know, larger level than you are in your business. So it's really helpful. I can't tell you how valuable that has been in growing my business and seeing blind spots, if you will, things that I wasn't seeing, wasn't aware of, didn't think about. And also sort of, you know, how we were showing up in the professional landscape. Those things are invaluable. And also, you know, from a bigger perspective, from a networking perspective, oftentimes those peer advisory groups will get together, you know, many of them, say all of them that are in Denver quarterly for, you know, a big conference or to hear a keynote speaker or something like that, or to have a uh, expert panel or all of the above. And that is a phenomenal place 
to do networking because it's like they already know, like, and trust you because you're part of this group. So I've been involved with a few of those groups and they've really been invaluable. So I was a part of Vistage for six years. Is that kind of what you're talking about? Something similar to that? Yes. Okay, great. Yeah. So Vistage was invaluable to me. So I totally agree with you there. Awesome. All right. So being that you're an expert in leadership and in particular tapping in to the unconscious mind, particularly after you threw that stat out there and kind of shocked me a little bit with that. Could you unpack that for us a little bit? Because I'm really interested how my audience can start tapping into that unconscious mindset to help see more growth in their business. Absolutely. So that statistic actually is measured in processing speed. And that's the processing speed difference between the conscious mind and the unconscious mind. And for the sake of our conversation today, let's just agree that the term use of unconscious mind is the same as subconscious. Because I get that question a lot and people get all wrapped up in, well, is the subconscious the same as the unconscious? For our discussion today, yes, it is. I just prefer to use the term unconscious. So your unconscious mind actually, and this is why I think this topic is so important and why I'm on a real mission to do this work, especially in the, the field of leadership, is because I don't think the general public really understands how the unconscious mind works and essentially how it doesn't work. You know, with ideas out there like grit and the power of habit and discipline and, you know, just sheer brute force and determination, those are all conscious things. And honestly, by using those, it takes much, much longer and it's tougher to get higher level results going down that path. So what I like to do is explain how our unconscious mind works, which is actually really simplistically. And then once the audience knows how their unconscious mind works, then it provides a lot of clarity into how we can use it to our biggest benefit. Love it. Let's go. Let's go for that. That sounds great. Okay. So if you think about caveman brain for a minute, and this is essentially why your unconscious mind was created, because its job, its main function was to immediately judge whether something was friend, foe, or food because we had to immediately figure that out so that we could either run as fast as we could to escape a lion that was chasing us and was going to kill us, or it was something that we could eat and it was going to sustain us for another day. So if you think about your unconscious mind like caveman brain, like it's literally that level of simplicity. However, it is so infinitely powerful. And think about the power of it in terms of that processing speed that I shared at the beginning, right? Because it processes and is more powerful and faster than anything we can measure. So if you put those two together, what happens with your unconscious mind is it immediately makes judgments on experiences that you go through and identifies patterns. And it does it really fast and really simplistically. And it basically does this to save energy. Okay. So think of it like your cell phone battery. You know, your cell phone battery is always trying to operate at its most efficient level so that it uses up the least amount of juice. The same thing is true of your unconscious mind. Because if you've ever had a highly innovative or creative thinking day in your business, that'll be the day that you are most exhausted, most emotionally spent, and the hungriest day that you've ever had. And it's because you're forcing your unconscious mind to do what I would call is totally fresh, innovative thinking all day. 
It doesn't really want to do that. It would rather identify patterns that look to it like it like they're the same because it gets to sort of rest and it doesn't have to expend a lot of energy. So what that looks like is, say you experience something as a teenager, like a client of ours wanted to do something and set out upon it and it didn't go well. Say swimming in a lake. And then later, you know, through our work, we found that he was holding himself back from doing things that were uncomfortable or he didn't know that he could do. Like he didn't just know automatically that he could do it. And he, so he would stop himself for a little while. He would procrastinate. He would make it bigger than it, it actually was. And so in the structure of our work, we oftentimes will ask, well, what's the behavioral pattern here? The procrastination, stopping himself, et cetera. Then we'll ask, okay, what's the root cause of that? Where did you first learn how to run that pattern? Or when do you first remember running that behavioral pattern? And he brought up this lake swim that he wanted to do that didn't go well. And so what we uncovered was the unconscious mind, caveman brain, took that lake swim and then applied it paternally to these other things in his professional life that he was trying to do. Even though you and I consciously could look at those and say, well, those are two different things. That's not how the unconscious mind works. Remember, very, very simplistic caveman thinking. Okay. So the unconscious mind just drew one parallel between those, all of those things and said, okay, well, that lake swim is just like you wanting to complete this branch closure project at work and then attached the same meaning to something else and then something else and then something else. And that became the pattern. So what we did was, first of all, clarity is really important. And a lot of clients, when we do this work with them, will say, oh my gosh, I never would have connected those things. I never in a million years would have realized that that's what was getting in my way. But they also realize that that's exactly what's been getting in their way. And then we can do something called a reframe with them, which is basically talk them through and have them identify by thinking through this with their unconscious mind, which a doorway to the unconscious mind is us asking them questions because your unconscious mind will bubble up with the answer. So asking them questions like, okay, so what will it look like for you to do this easily and effectively? What will it look like for you to step into this as soon as it's assigned? And, you know, what's a way for you to become excited about doing this piece of work? And what are you going to, you know, when you complete this project successfully, what is it going to look, feel, and sound like? What is going to be the implication to the people who are going to be touched by this piece of work or this project? So it's almost like and, you're reprogramming, right? I mean, you, they've got this, all this long-term programming from the time he was a child and, he, and his subconscious or unconscious mind is putting all these different experiences into one big bucket. And that's what's holding him back on it, what he's doing currently. And so you're use the word reframe. It's kind of almost like reprogramming a little bit so that the subconscious can open that bucket up and maybe remove some of the things that are holding them back. Maybe not everything, but some of those things can be pulled out and then, you know, he shouldn't experience that same sort of issue. Is that the layman's version of, of what you're saying? It's exactly right, Dennis. Yes, that's exactly what we're doing. We are rewiring that thought pattern, if you will. It's just, you know, that behavioral pattern is really nothing more than a thought pattern, which is really nothing more than a neuro connection in your brain. And so all we're doing 
is forming a new neuro connection in your brain to carry out a pattern that's going to be more beneficial to get the outcome that you want. Interesting. Okay, great. So now, is there anything else you want to add about how the unconscious mind works or before you move forward and talk about some of the other components? Well, gosh, I could talk all day about it, but that's probably <laughs> the <laughs> that's probably a good foundation to start with there. Okay. And if every listener just thinks about the concept of your unconscious mind, what it's setting out to do, how it works, and that literally all we're doing is looking to identify what the pattern is, what the cause of the pattern is, and then the pattern that we would like to engage in or form so that we get the result we're looking for. So how can somebody, I mean, obviously, if they're guided by someone like you, who's a consultant and a coach and an expert, right? It makes a lot of sense. But how could somebody on their own, you know, someone like myself or someone like, you know, one of the listeners here that has a small startup and are are just maybe struggling a little bit, how could they implement something like this on their own? Obviously, they've got to recognize some of these limiting beliefs and where they originated, right? I mean, that's step one, right? They kind of got to do that. And then after that, how do they reprogram it? Because they don't have people asking the questions. Is it possible to do that? Does it require a coach or a consultant to do that? Can you talk about that a little bit? Yes, absolutely. And that's what I was going to say is the number one scientifically proven thing that holds all of us back from what we want to achieve, whether it's a goal or a dream, is something called limiting beliefs. And I find this especially true with you know business owners, really regardless of the size, whether it's small or medium or large. We as human beings all suffer limiting beliefs because, think about this for a minute, our caveman brain is trying to protect us and specifically protecting us from a threat that it deems is dangerous to our existence. So for me, let's take the case of the Iron Man. And I, I was athletic before I started on that endeavor, but not to the level of the Ironman World Championships and nowhere near a professional athletic level, which is most of the folks that compete in the Ironman World Championships. So my caveman brain, when I thought about competing in the Ironman, would immediately jump to protection, protection, protection. Wait a minute. That is going to take us to the brink of threatening our existence. We don't want to do that. We want to stay safe. We want to stay alive. And we, you know, ultimately, it, your unconscious mind wants to keep you in your safe, cozy comfort zone. Yeah, because, sur survival, right? Yeah, That's really what it's about. Exactly, exactly. So once you know that, then that means that when you have something called a limiting belief, which goes like this, well, you know, I don't have enough skill, time, talent, money, support to achieve X. That's exactly how a limiting belief works. You think, okay, I want to do this. I want to grow my business. I want to achieve this goal. I want to expand, whatever it is. And then the first thought that you have after that is in the form of a limiting belief. That is a clue that it is straight from your unconscious. And here's the good news. We can rewire that pretty quickly and easily. And in the show notes, I'll give the address to a couple of tools for your audience, one of which is a form that you can actually use that will walk you through doing this. So you can do this on your own. You don't need to hire us as a coach. And it works 
all the time, no matter what you're going after and no matter who you are or what industry you're in. Oh, that's perfect. Great. So they can take that with them as a little bit of a guide and a roadmap to take with them. That's perfect. All right. I love that. We'll make sure we get that in the show notes. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. So you talked about this limiting belief and you gave us a tool, right? Now they're going to have this tool to help reprogram that limiting belief. Is there anything else you want to add about this whole concept of tapping into the unconscious mind? Yes. The gateway to tapping into the unconscious mind is when you can visualize what it will look, sound, and feel like to achieve. So literally, you know that you've got some rewiring to do if whatever you've decided you want to do, you cannot see or feel or hear what it will be like to achieve it. Okay. Okay. So you have to, so it's really a lot more visualizing. Well, it's more than visualizing okay. uh, because what happens is, again, the, the gateway to one of the gateways to the unconscious mind is being able to see yourself. Like for the Ironman World Championships, I was able to tap into what it, picturing myself crossing the finish line in Kona, Hawaii. And I could very vividly hear the roar of the crowd which by the way, you can hear from two miles away from the finish line. <laughs> I'll bet. Mm -hmm. It's pretty awesome. I could also feel, you know, what it would feel like from a, an emotional standpoint, you know, all the emotions that I was going to experience running down a Lee drive and jumping across the finish line, which is actually what I did after 15 hours and 45 minutes of racing all day long. I still was so elated that I had enough energy to jump across the finish line. Also, I could feel the Hawaiian air on my skin. I mean, this is how vivid this, you know, visualization, if you want to call it that, is. So it's almost, and so it's almost, I'm sorry to interrupt, but it's almost like the more detail and the more vivid that you imagine this happening in the future, it's almost like the hardwire is that much thicker and much more durable and much more lasting the more the more detailed it is. I mean, I'm sorry to say it in such a layman's terms, but you know, I'm not an expert in this, but that's kind of what it sounds like to me. The more detail you can get into, like you said, the smell and the sound and the feel, then the more realistic that that reprogramming of that uh, limiting belief is really going to work. Yes. Let's actually take that a couple steps further, Dennis, because here's actually what happens. This is why it's a gateway to the unconscious mind. When you tap into the emotions specifically, that is a major opening into the unconscious mind. So tap into all the emotions that you're going to feel. I mean, for me, it was elation and relief. You know, after two years of training and pursuing this, it was an enormous relief. It was also realizing my potential. And that doesn't mean my life's potential. It means my potential up to that point. And what happens when you actually can tap into what those emotions are going to be, you can feel them then that opens up your unconscious mind to start reforming your identity. Because literally what you're doing using that gateway is you're telling your unconscious mind, this is who I want to be. This is what I want to be, or this is who I want to be, and this is what I want to do. And it's like an order for your unconscious mind, and your brain literally goes, oh, okay, got it. She wants to cross the finish line in Hawaii. And then my identity starts to change so that I start to see myself as an Ironman and all that that entails, you know, all of the 
schedule and nutritional and athletic changes and mindset changes that I had to undergo to get there. You know, I mean, I didn't start pursuing this until I was age 44, total amateur athlete. I wasn't a swimmer. I wasn't a triathlete. I had never run a marathon before the marathon at the end of the Ironman in Hawaii. So it wasn't like, you know, I was sort of already there and then this was just like the cherry on top. No, I had some serious work to do to get there. And I really did need to change who I was and how I was going about everything to be able to achieve it. And here's another tidbit about how this works is, you know, this was a personal dream of mine and I thought it had nothing to do with my business or my professional performance. And I couldn't have been more wrong. What I found, and this is one major reason that I wanted to share this with everybody, because my personal dream, you know, was so big and so robust and so emotionally filled that it permeated my unconscious mind. And then it drove much higher, much greater levels of success in my leadership and professional performance, specifically my business, than I ever dreamed it would. So there's a ripple effect, obviously, right? I mean, once you reprogram that, it's going to have a ripple. It can have a ripple effect on other areas of your life as well. It's going to have a ripple effect. Let me be really clear here. This is not like from the movie, The Secret, where you know they say, well, just visualize this and then you basically manifest it to the universe and then it shows up, you know, like the rock star parking space right in the front of, you know, the parking lot. That's not what this is. This is, you got to do the work, but when you know how your unconscious mind works and sort of what the default programming is, then you can hack it, if you will. You know, that's a very popular term. And basically rewire it so that you use it for your benefit and you can make achieving higher level results much easier and much quicker. I mean, thus, I am nothing special. I'm not a naturally gifted or talented athlete. And honestly, if I can, you know, pursue the toughest race in the world at age 44 and not be any of the things I mentioned earlier and cross the finish line two years later using these unconscious mind scientifically proven techniques. Anybody can accomplish anything that they put in front of them. Yeah, that's truly is amazing. And I've always been kind of amazed at the whole concept of your unconscious mind. And I really appreciate you diving into that for us. I think that's a perfect segue because we're going to have to wrap it up here. So let's do two rapid fire questions and then we'll close it out and let everybody know how they can get your book. Okay. So what's your favorite growth tool or software that you're using to grow your business today? If you had to pick one. That's a great question. Favorite growth tool to grow my business? Besides your unconscious mind. <laughs> mm, right. That would have been my default answer. I know. Honestly, I've got to say, unlimiting my beliefs, honestly, because it, to me, it, it's semantics to talk about a specific tool, right? Like an app or, you know, something digital or something like that. But honestly, what I have found my biggest key to success is when I know I've got a limiting belief about something and I conquer it, I transform it and I unlimit it. And then I use the precept of going so much bigger than I would be typically comfortable with. Like, you know, example is starting my company and immediately wanting to go global instead of, you know, waiting like most realistic people would 
and saying, well, no, you know, grow in your state first or grow into your city first and then grow into your region and then grow into the rest of the country and then go global. No, no. So, you know, if you want to say Grant Cardone, you know, 10 times it, I always say just go as big as you can think up. Like even if it feels or sounds ridiculous to say, I mean, believe me, when I started pursuing the Ironman world championships at 44 as an amateur athlete, there were plenty of people who said, that's ridiculous. You will never get there. Yeah. You're crazy. So (laughs) yeah. So even if it does sound ridiculous or outrageous or so huge that it's scary, great. That's probably the right thing. Perfect. So what would be one book that you would recommend to my audience who are here really looking to help grow their business? Mm. Other than your own, of course, because we're going we're gonna to let them all know how they can reach out and get that book. But besides yours, what would be one book you would recommend? Yeah. So this is going to be probably far different than any guest you've had. And I actually like that. That's okay. Uh, my book recommendation would be Rise of Superman. It is about the science of our unconscious mind and what we can actually achieve. And it's told through all of these examples of extreme athletes. It is so incredibly entertaining and fascinating at the same time. I mean, not even halfway through the book, I was already like rationing pages because I didn't want it to end. No, that's perfect. I'm definitely going to grab that. And I've applied it everywhere. Awesome. Well, I'll make sure I put those in the show notes. But before we close out, can you let everybody know how they can get a copy of your book and how they can connect with you? And then we'll wrap it up for today. Yeah. So we've got two tools for you and you can also get access to the book and other forms of the book. But the form that I talked about on how to transform limiting beliefs into unlimiting is on there, as well as a a quick playlist of five of my best videos on how to utilize the scientific techniques from the book. And those are there for free. And hey, I'm going to I'm going to tell you this right now. Share, 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 share that stuff. Share this this podcast with everybody, you know, who could benefit because my mission with this book is to eradicate limiting beliefs and transform the world. And we can only do that when we share this content and this information. So where you go for that is Velocity Leadership Consulting dot com forward slash growth experts. Awesome. Well, I will definitely make sure that I put that in the show notes. Is there anywhere where it's better to connect with you, whether it be LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, is there a social channel you'd like them to connect with you on or just go to that growth experts uh, slash growth experts URL? Yeah, the growth experts URL is a great place. I'm obviously, you know, all on LinkedIn and, you know, we have nine social media channels. So I'm not hard to find. (laughs) All right. Yeah, but growth experts is probably the easiest, quickest way. Awesome. Well, listen, thank you so much, Karen, for being here today, talking about and trying to unravel this whole topic of our unconscious mind. I appreciate you being here. We're going to close it out for today. All right. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks, Karen. Listeners, I want to thank you for tuning in. I truly appreciate your time. If you're enjoying the podcast, then do me a huge favor. Click the subscribe button now and please leave me a review. It would mean a lot to me.